what I'd like to do is take about two minutes to introduce myself, and then I'll offer a small prayer, and then we'll we'll get into the fellowship tonight. Can everyone hear me okay? If you can hear me, wave your hand like yeah. that. Okay, good deal. Awesome. Um, John Baines, uh, affectionately known as Johnny. So um, um, I have a little funny story here. I own a, uh, a CPA and consulting firm. And most of my clients know me as John, but when everyone, whenever someone calls and says, may I speak to Johnny? My secretary says, it's one of your church people, John, or your family. Because <laughs> nobody calls me Johnny except the, the brothers and sisters in my family. So uh, I, I would be honored though for you to call me Johnny. Um, I am, I'll be 69 years old in September. And I was born in Temple, Texas when my dad was in the military. I was telling uh, Jihei that my father served in, in Korea. And then he came back uh, to Texas and finished his bachelor's, his master's and his PhD studies, uh, but he did not get a doctorate because um, he couldn't take a year off. And so we grew up in Houston, Texas. Uh, right near the University of Houston. Um, and uh, we were poor, poor people growing up. So I worked from age 11. So if you, those of you can do the math, you take 69 and subtract 11 and you'll know how long I've been working. And uh, I have a bachelor's degree, a master's degree and a CPA. I, I own a small business and I've been very involved in my community and uh, with the uh, Christians and, and the city of Denton. So um, not to belabor too many things, but I've been the chairman of the board of quite a few organizations, United Way, Chamber of Commerce. Uh, I've um, uh, recently uh, with some of the civil unrest in the country, I was asked to oversee matters con concerning the Confederate statue that we have there in Denton. So I was the chairman of that organization trying to figure out what to do. I was also the chairman of the organization to determine how much uh, police force is necessary. So I, I feel very fortunate to have had some pretty unique opportunities. And so hopefully that kind of gives you a little taste. I'm, I've been married for 43 years. We have two children and five grandkids. So uh, that's one of my joys is, is my family and uh, my time with them and spending time with you. Uh, when we were, uh, my wife and I uh, met uh, some believers in Houston, and they used to invite us into their home when we were young college students. And we made a vow to the Lord that when we got married, we would do the same. And so we've been opening our home uh, since 1978 to college students. And we've been blessed greatly. So... Um, if we could maybe, I'll offer a short prayer, and then we'll show the outline on the uh, on the uh, on the screen, and then we'll have some fellowship. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time with these students tonight. We thank you that you're the rich Christ. We pray that your riches might be on display tonight. We pray, dear Lord, for the opening of your Word. 
that your word would be open to all who could hear. It would feed some. It would nourish some. It would encourage some, prepare some, and strengthen some for the journey ahead. We pray for every example tonight, Lord, every word that comes out of my mouth, we pray it would be for building up. Amen. So can we uh, get the outline? Yes, uh, we usually post it in the chat and they can download the outline from our chat. Okay. You want well, us to share the screen as well? Well, actually, what I can do is I'll just read it if everyone has access to it. If you have access, I'll just read it, okay? Yes, everyone should have access. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. Because there are a lot of verses, uh, I'm not going to read everyone, but I am going to, I'm going to hit the, 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 the meat. I'm going to smack the meat on the head, okay? So here we go. Um, Christ in Genesis 35 with Benjamin. Jacob calls his son, Benjamin, Genesis 35, 16 through 20. And they journeyed from Bethel. And while there was still some distance to Ephrath, Rachel began to give birth and she had hard labor. And while she was in her hardest labor, the midwife said to her, do not be afraid for now you have another son. And as her soul was departing for she died, she called his name Benoni, but his father called him Benjamin. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. And Jacob set up a pillar on her grave. That is the pillar on Rachel's grave, which is there to this day. Now, part of my presentation is the use of your hands. Everybody get your hands up where I can see it, okay? And we're gonna do this, do like this, do your hands in a circle. Okay, now what that means is God in his sovereignty works. He's always working. Okay, we don't understand it, but like Romans 8, 28 says, for we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. All of our lives are under God's sovereignty. Many things will happen that we don't understand but God will use them for his purpose and for his intention. So here, the woman that Jacob loved, she died. Jacob had several wives, but this is the one he loved the most, and she died. I can't imagine losing a loved one like this in childbirth. You know, surprisingly, there was a little girl who grew up across the street from us. And as she was delivering her second child, she died in childbirth. She's the exact same age as my son. And what a, what a sadness uh, to, to, to lose your loved one in, in childbirth. So let's get our hands, there we go. There's hands. I hate it, but God's gonna use it. He's gonna use it, okay. Oh, Lord Jesus. So um, she called him Benoni because that was a pain and a suffering. But then 
Jacob jumped in and said, no, we're going to call him the son of the right hand, the one basically in resurrection. And we're going to cover some verses about the right hand in a minute, but I want to emphasize a little point here. You know, does anybody know anybody that's never had any suffering in their life? Okay. If you are, I would love to meet you. <laughs> I'd like to get your autograph. Okay. <laughs> In the human life, brothers and sisters, there's going to be some suffering. Okay, but we have to have our eyes open and realize God is sovereign. So even though Benjamin uh, <clears throat> was the second of uh, Rachel's boys, um, those two boys gave a blessing to, um, to, to the father, and to actually all of us, you know, they're, they're really the, the ones, when you look at Joseph and you look at Benjamin later on in, in, in the books of, of Exodus, you know, um, <clears throat> and um, um, you realize, my goodness, who could have foreseen the fact that um, these, these ones would be such a blessing to mankind? Let's go on to, to, and I'll get into the verses and we'll kind of come back to that theme. Here we are. Uh, Christ is the son of the right hand, Acts 2.33. Therefore, having been exalted to the right hand of God. So there is a verse there. The right hand of God, Hebrews 1.3. Who being the effulgence of his glory and the impress of his substance and upholding and bearing all things by the word of his power having made purification of sins, sat down on the right hand. So once again, we have the right hand. Ephesians 1.20, which God, excuse me, which he caused to operate in Christ in raising him from the dead and seating him at the right hand. Okay, so the right hand, we have lots of verses about the right hand. You know, even it used to be in some cultures, if you were a left-handed child, you would be killed because they didn't think you were the, the good one. So I'm glad we don't live during that time anymore because I love, there's a lot of people I love that are left-handed, you know? But when you look at the Bible, the place of honor is there on the right hand. So here, uh, his, the dad calls the son, uh, not the son of sorrow, but the son of the right hand. This is the one, this is the place of blessing. Isaiah, uh, 53, 11, 1 through 11 through 12, he will see the fruit of the travail of his soul and he will be satisfied by the knowledge of him, the righteous one, my servant, who will make the many righteous and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will divide to him a portion with the great and he will divide the spoil with the strong because he poured out his life in death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he alone bore the sin of many and interceded for the transgressors. Then this last verse says, we were raised together, seated with Christ. Ephesians 2, 5 through 6. Even when we were dead in offenses, he made us alive together with Christ and seated us together with him in the heavenlies. We are seated at the right hand. Brothers and sisters, we have to realize no matter what we go through in life, we're at the right hand. This is our place. 
you know, you're going to go through some things in life <clears throat> where you will question God. God, do you really love me? If you love me, why are you letting me go through this? Why, why is this happening? What's going on here? You know, and I, I, I was telling the brothers, I was going to give you a few stories about uh, uh, some of this. Here we go. Let's get your hands. There we go. Get your hands. Get your hands. <laughs> okay. Get your hands. All right. Okay. The, uh, I was, um, do, do any of you know uh, Sylvester Turner in Houston? He's the mayor of Houston. Well, Sylvester and I were classmates in college. Okay. So Sylvester was the president of the student body. And I was scheduled to be the president of the student body at U of H right after him. Okay. Amazing. Then um, uh, Sylvester graduated and went to Harvard Law School. I had planned to graduate and go to Harvard Law School. Okay. Okay. Let's get your hands. Get your hands. Hands. I got disenchanted with law. I got disenchanted with law. My heart was breaking. I lost my joy in Christ. And I was very, I was very low. Let me tell you where I was working. Uh, anybody ever heard of John F. Kennedy? And John F. Kennedy was the president, okay? John F. Kennedy was in the back seat and John Connolly, the governor of Texas was in the front seat. When Mr. Kennedy got shot, the bullet went through Mr. Kennedy into John Connolly, who was the governor of the state of Texas. I used to work for John Connolly. I worked at his law firm in Houston the largest law firm in the world. So for me to get a, a, uh, a recommendation to a law school for a man who ran for president in 1972, I had a pretty good chance of getting into law school. What do you think? The one of the presidential candidates says, John Bates needs to get into your law school. But what happened, I lost my, I lost my appetite for law. And I lost my joy. I lost my joy. So what am I going to pursue? Am I going to pursue a career? Or am I going to pursue my joy? Okay. I never got to go to Harvard. I never got to go to law school. But brothers and sisters, I found my joy. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like uh, I could have, I could have, I could be Benoni. But no, I'm the son of the right hand. You know, here I am today. You know, uh, that was in 1975. And here it is, what, almost uh, 50 years later, right? Almost 50 years later. And I have my joy. I'm still full of joy. So, so many times in life, we're going to experience some difficulties. But the Lord's promise to us is to make us the people of the right hand. Okay? A couple of more stories. A couple of more stories. Because you're going you're gonna to one day, you're going to have some stories, okay? All right. Uh, 1975, I come to the church life with my girlfriend, okay? She was my girlfriend, and we, we come together. And um, <clears throat> um, uh, we're supposed to get married. And um, in 1977, we're supposed to get married. We tell everybody, hey, 
married. We're getting married. We're getting married. Everybody's wishing me. Johnny, you're so lucky. You're so fortunate. Whoa, 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 Johnny! You're full of excitement. Two weeks later, she gives me my ring back. She gives me my ring back. She says, I don't want to marry you. Like we told everybody, parents, friends, everybody's excited. Okay. Oh, Lord. So what are you going to be? You're going to be, you're going to be, you're going to be. But no, not, what are you going to be? But no, not, here we go, here we go. There you go, brother. That's right. You saw it. You saw it coming. We know that God causes all things to work together for good. So eventually, I go to Arlington, Texas, and, and I go there. I get my graduate degree. And a year later, uh, the, Lord, the Lord allows us to marry. And by the Lord's mercy, we've been married, like I said, now 40. This in June will be 43 years. Um, but I tell you, that year, brothers and sisters, that was a hard year. Woo! A hard year. You know, I'd come home to visit and I would see her and she would ignore me and, you know. <laughs> oh, awful, awful, awful. I hated it. Okay, moving forward. How are we doing? We doing okay? We doing okay? Okay. Don't, don't, don't stay on Benoni. Okay. You're going to have some Benonis. But, you know, the daddy said, no, the, the son of the right hand. You know, let's say, for example... Matt Payne, you have a son, and you call him Mr. President Payne. How about that? So every time you see that boy, Mr. President Payne, you know, or, 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 or Samuel, okay, you look at your boy and you say, Mr. President, that's, you name him Mr. President, because that name is an indication of your expectation for him. So every time everybody would see him, you say, hi, Mr. President, you know. So when people see us, they have to say, the son of the right hand. Hi, Mr. Sister, son of the right hand. This is God's intention for us, that we would be people of the right hand, not just Benoni. There's going to be lots of Benoni experiences, but the daddy said, no, this is the son of the right hand. This is the son in resurrection. A couple of more stories. Okay. 13 minutes. I think I'm doing okay. I think we're doing okay. So fast forward. I'm, um, I'm working at a large CPA firm, <clears throat> downtown Dallas. My job is to find fraud and to find cheaters, okay? So they send me out on this job and I do an excellent job if I say so myself. Uh, we found these uh, employees who stole this man's oil wells, several oil wells, they stole them, title, stole trucks, stole mobile homes and stole cash, okay? So I write up the report and I give it to him and he's so elated. He said, John, I wanna offer you a job. I'll pay you twice what you're making right now. And I, uh, I, told, I told the man, I said, let me check with my family and I'll get back with you. So I checked with the family and my friends and they said, take the job, John, take the job. So I leave my job, they give me this giant party. I mean, we probably had a couple hundred people there. Johnny, you're a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow, you know. So then I go to work for the new boss. And one night we were talking 
And I said, thank you, Lord Jesus. That's the only thing I can think of, I said. He never spoke to me again from that day. Now, this is about a week after I left my big job. He left $1,000 for me on the front porch and said, there's your money. And if you need to talk to me, you can, because you can talk to my secretary. So here I am. I left this great job, great career. For he's a jolly good fellow. And a week later, I have no job. Do you go back? Do you go back to where you were? Do you go back? Wait a minute, John, what are you doing back here? You, we just gave you a going away party. How are you coming back? So here we go. Get the hands. Get the hands. Here we go. Get the hands. Get the hands. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus, we love you. <sighs> so then, rather than staying involved with this man, I found out he was involved with the mafia. And I didn't want to get involved with that. So I, I then take a, a lowly job in Fort Worth, Texas. <clears throat> and I was telling the brothers this morning, I said, he was the worst boss I've ever had. He was the meanest man I have ever worked for in my life. I've been working since I was 11 years old. I know me. He was the meanest boss I ever had. But get your hands, get your hands, give me your hands, give me your hands, get your hands. Eventually, everything I learned, everything I learned for what I do now, I learned from that man. So God and his sovereignty put me in a place where I could make a, a good living for my family. I could, I could have resources to support people. Uh, I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. And for a year, I suffered in that job. I, that was a hard job. He would stand behind the door and he would peek. He would he'd peek at me working, you know, you know, and he would come and look through my things at night, you know, when I was gone. <laughs> I say, Lord, I'm trapped in this job. But eventually, praise the Lord, I learned so much from that man, you know. I learned so much from that man. One more story. I think I got time for one more story, and then we're gonna we're gonna come to some fellowship. So then, uh, I had a couple of jobs in between, and I went to work for a, a major oil company in downtown Dallas, Diamond Shamrock Oil Company, and I was on the thirty-third floor. I was a junior executive, and the the senior executives were on the thirty-fourth floor. So on the thirty-fourth floor. So my goal was to get from the 33rd floor to the 34th floor, okay? I worked there a year and a half and we had an oil crisis, kind of like, you know, we had this pandemic thing. Back then we had an oil crisis and oil went below $20 a barrel, okay? So what that meant was a lot of the oil companies had major layoffs. So here we go, here we go, give me your hands. Oh Lord, I hate layoffs. <laughs> I don't know what the future brings. <laughs> so um, I was telling the brothers, I felt like somebody got a giant cowboy boot and kicked me from downtown Dallas all the way to Denton, you know, just, and I landed in Denton and I was depressed. I, I, I wife and one child, I'm the main breadwinner. My wife's a stay at home mom. What am I gonna do? 
I'm fired. For, they call it a layoff, but basically, I'm fired. You're fired. <laughs> yeah. And your 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 self esteem is gone. You know, your reputation is is tarnished. This is my second. This is my second firing. Okay, fired a second time. Must be something wrong with me. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> That's right, Carlos. That's right, Carlos. <laughs> so eventually, um, I uh, told my wife. I said, "Darling, I need to. I need to get. I need to get some some divine strengthening." So, uh, some of us went down to Mexico for two weeks, and we met some brothers and sisters there. We spent time preaching the gospel and 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 encouraging young ones. Cuando yo tenía un niño, yo estudiaba español en mis escuelas y yo tengo la oportunidad para practicar mi español en México y cuando quiera es posible yo practica. So I go down to Mexico and two weeks later I came back and I was I was on the right hand again. Praise the Lord. I'm on the right hand. Hallelujah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in mourning. I'm not, I'm not woe is me. You know, it's like you're looking at your at your son, you know, Mr. President, Mr. President, you know, your little boy, Samuel, you call his name Mr. President, because that's the name. Our name is son of the right hand. Whenever we're discouraged, we have to realize he has given us the name, the son of the right hand. So here we are as believers. Even though this is an Old Testament story, it has New Testament application. So in the book of Genesis, we find all kinds of nuggets and riches that allow us to, in, to enjoy our experience of Christ. So here I am, brothers. Here I am, sisters. An older man who knows what the future will bring. Who knows? I got some more stories, but that's for another time. I want to stop here and allow you all to uh, uh, fellowship some about, are you gonna stay in the sadness of Benoni? Are you gonna stand with the declaration, your declared name, you know, the son of the right hand? So I'll stop here and I'll give the fellowship to you. Praise the Lord.